I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Official Jets podcast is presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen joined by Jets Edge, Carl Lawson. Carl, following your social media accounts, mm-hmm. oftentimes you post the word, one word, limitless. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? I'm limitless. There's nothing I really can't do. There's nothing, no obstacle I can not overcome. Um, my... I'm never gonna stop growing. I'm never gonna stop getting better. It's I'm I'm limitless. There is no like, how good could you be? Who knows? I mean, I'm in the mindset of, you know, shooting for, <laughs> trying to trying to trying to reach the sun until I burn up. You know, that's limitless. Have you always been so driven? Looking back, I don't think so. I think I said I was, but then again, like each time I've had some type of adversity, I've seen how driven I really can be. So, I mean, I think through a lot of suffering, you know, you understand how driven you really can be. And so now I'm I'm in that mode. It's just like <laughs> whatever life brings, you know. Can you talk about the physical suffering that you've had throughout your football career? Let's just talk about football injuries going back to the days at Armour. Yeah, I've had so many different injuries and just like you kind of ask yourself, why does this happen and what this and that, like, oh, woe is me. And, you know, and then, you know, you get people like, oh, well, he's not going to be this and he's not going to be that. And then it's just like, it doesn't matter. It, what what really what really matters is you get another op to go out there and just ball and see what happens. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are for life. As long as you keep fighting and you don't quit, you're going to come out on top. So I think that's uh, that's that's how it's been for my injuries. And each time I'm just like, I, I amaze myself. There's recently, like I think like in the last like two years, I was like, that was probably the first time that I was like, whoa, like, I don't know. But even after that, I just keep, <laughs> I keep impressing myself. I keep impressing myself. So in that moment, mm-hmm. You allow yourself to have self-doubt, and then how quickly do you turn the page? Um, probably, I, I mean, I think recently the, the longest one I had was like probably like two or, two, two or three days, and, it, and it, it lingered for like a long time, maybe like a year. But like I only probably give myself probably like um, about two days, two, two days or something like that, talk to my family, and then, you know, 
they're like pick yourself up and like let's let's get let's get to work <laughs> you're a smart dude yeah. you follow what's going on out there as far as sports is concerned from an injury perspective uh -huh. if you look to see hey maybe this guy in the national football league has had a parallel path as far as going back to college because you're talking about a couple I, ACLs and then an Achilles. I, I think I tried to look at Frank Gore one time, and then I was like, there's no one else. There's no one like me. There's no one. No, absolutely no one that I know of. There's never been anybody. Um, no one. Absolutely no one. There's never been anybody who's had. And, I mean, I've, I've been blessed to meet a lot of great people to help me physically get back to where I need to be. But, like, I mean, maybe, I, maybe I'm – I'm overdoing it, but I, I can't name any athlete that's had what I've had and just been able to come back and come back better each time. So I don't know who to follow. What were your expectations following the Achilles? You signed with well, the Jets, it, and then the Achilles happens, and yeah. then people are wondering, hey, what I, are you I'm I'm wondering the same thing. I'm like, yo, like I did everything right. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, of course, I was, I was feeling a little something, but I'm like, I've done everything. That was, I think that's why it was like, I'm like, I finally get my op. Like, I did everything right. I trained really hard. Da, 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 da. Oh, what was me? And then it's just like, bam. So even with that, it's just like, pick yourself off the pavement and keep going. That's it. You know, there's no, there's nothing else between. You were having an unbelievable camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, but. So, so you go to Green Bay, that yeah. happens. Yeah. What was that process like for you to get back to what you did last year? Because I don't think people give you enough credit for what you did. If you just look pure statistically last year. I, I don't year. think, but I don't think it matters. Um, you know, every time you go out in that field, it, it's not fair or not what. And I mean, I didn't see it like that. I was like, yo, I need to be, I need to go out there and be balling. I mean, but I did talk to my mom after the season. She was like, yo, what you did, she was like, just to be able to be out there, she was like, you you did fine, son. And I was like, I, I took, you know, I take part in that. And I was like, I was real happy about that part. Like, cause I, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself and it was like, I didn't, I didn't see it as that, but that process was horrible. I mean, physically, mentally, just not being yourself and then trying to figure it out. Cause it's just like, it's not only an injury, it's then it's like, you ain't play football in like two years. Right. Cause it's just like, you know, I haven't hadn't had a game, not two years, but like, I think it was like, I think it was like I played play for my last game for the Bengals, missed the whole season, then you got a whole off season, and you just don't have football. So it's just like you're constantly trying to get the body back right, and then you're trying to get the, the scheme right, and you're trying to you know, get used to a helmet and stuff like that. So it's just like it was a lot, but, I mean, it only made me stronger. It's only going to make me stronger. It's only going to make me a better man. You know, One day it's going to make me a great father, all the stuff that I've been through. So I'm blessed. How unique was that rehab compared to anything that you've experienced before? It was the hardest thing you ever do because it's like it's like taking your superpower away from you because you can't train through it. Mm. You have to. It's a season of patience, and even throughout this past season, it was a season of, season of patience because you got to get through like the growing pains and and things of that nature. So it's just it's it's really really tough when you can't when you're helpless and to be a helpless part like helpless for anybody is like you know like I can't control things that I can't control or like, you know, I can't work this thing. Cause if I could work this thing to death, I wouldn't go to sleep. Right. But just, it just uh, time and just being consistent and day in, day out and just trying to do your best. So that's what I did, you know, um, and I'm here now and I'm smiling. <laughs> so seven sacks in your first year back, 24 quarterback hits, 51 pressures. 
those 51 pressures fourth in the National Football League pressure rate um, you're hard on yourself what did you think about what you endured and what you were able to accomplish as far as that first year? Like I said, it's two different things. I don't feel like I did well based off of what my expectations. I have so many high expectations for myself, but based off of what really I did extremely, what what actually happened, I did extremely well for the situation. Like I told you, I was talking to my mom like after the season. She just you know she 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 allowed me to you know not beat myself up and because you know I just, you got to be because when you're in that mode you have to you're in the, the most competitive field in the world and you have to be you yeah. have to you have to be your big, biggest critic you know what i'm saying because like i've been in the nfl and i've seen stuff and coaches would you know not, not saying this about my coach but coaches would be like won't say stuff to guys and guys think stuff is okay like nah like your piss got to be hot like at all times like because this is everybody wants this job and i'm blessed to just have it so um yeah, so I'm really, really hard on myself, you know. Can you speak to that as far as your relationship with your mom? Mm -hmm. um, because uh, I think about my relationship with mm -hmm. my mother and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like in those times mm -hmm. when, hey, it might be a gray day. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that's so important. Yeah, I mean, she's she's very much in that same like go-getter mindset. She's like on tons of businesses, hair salons, real estate. Um, been on been on TV tons of times recently. You know, she's just she's just a monster. You know, so I mean, so she's but she also knows how to like. She does a better job of being able to chill and just be like relaxed and it's okay. Like you're gonna be fine. Like you, that type of deal. So I mean, it's that's that's where I get like you know um, that 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 chill. You know what I'm saying? Like she like that that fine balance and looking at her and you know knowing when to not be stressed and when to be stressed is. That's a good resource for me, you know, it's talking to her. So that's our relationship. How much do you love the game? How much do you love your craft? Because if people, I wish they had an opportunity to come out here at One Judge Drive and watch you at practice because oftentimes the defensive line might be working on their own stuff and you're always doing something. Yeah, cause, I mean, it's just fun. I mean, like, I can get better at something. Like, I think um, I never, I'm, I'm never at work. Like I'm never like I I'm I'm doing this for free. <laughs> like I'm I'm like I'm I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Like I have I really do love this. Like I'm not like there's never a day like when I get in the building. It's just like that I feel like I'm at work. You know, so it's easy to just go. You know, it's kind of like almost like playing a video game. I love playing Madden because you have attributes and you can work on yourself. Same concept when I get here. It's just like all right, and then it's like all right. Well, you don't have these tools to do this. I'm like, well, can I work at it? And like if I can, if in the realm of something I could do, I'm like, yo, let's let's see if I can get this thing done. So that's just how I think about it, you know. What what makes for a great pass rusher? The ability to, I think, the ability to finish. This is what something that's just I just been working on for like my whole career, and I'm not gonna stop until I get it. I think the ability to finish. That's what, but get off, get off is the first fundamental for a yeah. great pass rusher, and then I think the ability to finish in whatever regard, whether it's off the of speed to power or, or off the edge. I think those are the two things that make for a great pass rusher. What do you do in the off season? Not just, okay, like you said, you have a hard time shutting it off, but as far as approaching the craft away from here, because you're getting coached up here, but the one thing that, if you follow anything as far as social media is concerned, like you're in there, you're in the lab. 
Yeah, I'm just like trying to just find, always trying to find something to improve on. And, and like I said, I love, I love this. So I like, I want to be a part of something like, you know, I don't plan on retiring for like a long, long time, maybe like, like after like 35, but like, I, I love football enough. Like I am, I'm in the lab, I'm watching, trying to see stuff that I can add to my game to make myself better. If it's in the room or something I can do. And I just, I just love watching the game. I love watching different people. Like I, I can see why scouts are scouts because they just, they just love picking at people's because they love football too. So, um, yeah, I just, I just love everything about the game and just, you know, um, a lot of stuff that we do in trading is just like understanding movement, uh, movement coach that right. I have in, uh, Tony Villani down there and like, you know, seeing how that translates, like how, um, receivers and defensive ends are damn near the same and defensive backs and offensive tackles are very, very similar. Right. Um, because one is an attacking mindset, you know, like a defensive end, we know where we're going, we're approaching and then defensive backs and offensive tackles and often like they're moving backwards and they have to, if they get out of position, you know, they have to, um, you know, stay in position to, to play well. So it's just it's just cool. I love everything about the game. Why are you able to do it? Why are you able to be successful? Because if you go back and look at the scouting reports coming out, and you know this, everybody talks about pass rushers all the time. They're talking about length. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, get off. Get off, and I, I've or, um, probably, yeah, I've, I've, I've top three power in the NFL. Um, so that's probably, I think those are my, those are my attributes that I, you know, I want to, add on to and then I want to add all the stuff that I don't have uh, and make that really really good and that, I think that makes you into a, a great player so that's what I've been striving for each and every year of my career maximizing the talents that I do have get off and and explosive power and then um and then maximizing the stuff that I might be lacking on who are the best pass rushers in the National Football League right now uh I mean the guys they got the most sacks consistently each and every year I mean you know Garrett for one, um, Bosa, um, Parsons, you know, um, TJ Watt, um, you know, the guys who are consistently, you know, getting those double digit sacks uh, uh, each and every year. I mean, Hassan Reddick has, has done it, you know, I mean, um, shout out to him. Um, Trey Henderson has done it consistently. Um, those double digit sack guys, um, you know, it's, it's, and it's really fun to see those guys too. That's why, that's another reason why I'm motivated because it's like, you the NFL is really one of those places where you can you the, the narrative about you can change in a heartbeat in a heartbeat right and people can doubt you and and things like that and I, and I look back to it and I was like this is one of the biggest motivations I've seen I remember and I'll, I'll, I'll forever look into this I remember in 2000 I think 18 I think the the Bucks played um, Pittsburgh and then Joey Porter came on and was talking about how you know T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree were blah, 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 blah. We need pass rushers. We need this. We need that. It is. It was so fun to see the ascension of Bud Dupree the following year, and it's so fun to see the ascension of T.J. Watt because I was in that division. Right. To see how much better they got as players, and they didn't, you know, talk about, like, you know, oh, my coach said this about me. Da -da -da -da. I'm like, the one dude went and changed himself as – being considered just an athlete and then had a 10 set sack season the following year in Bud Dupree and one dude's on the way to the Hall of Fame. Yes. <laughs> so it doesn't matter who talks about you. It doesn't matter who says anything about you. It's just like the narrative can change like that. It's what you do. It doesn't matter what they say. It's, it's how you respond. And those two responded. And I, I don't want to give them too credit because I was a Bengal for a long time in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but I was, I was so like, you know, I'm like, I'm not where I want to be, but like there's the op to get there. You know what I'm saying? That that's 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 it. I can I can visually see that. I visually 
watch that happen. So it was really cool, you know? Jets fans, we're in our final push and the clock is ticking. WinBet is giving you a golden opportunity to win VIP prizes for the 2023 season. The WinBet Green Room is the most exclusive space at the stadium with all-inclusive food and beverage, lower-level seats, and appearances by Jets legends and celebrities. New Jersey customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet Sportsbook or Casino. For New York customers, all you need to do is wager at least $100 on WinBet's Sportsbook. The best part? You get an entry for every $100 you wager. What do you think's next for you? To keep getting better. That's it. That's what I mean to get the best version of myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not stopping until like, you know, until like the op is not there. I have an opportunity. I'm just gonna keep taking advantage of it. You know, the, the op. I have the op. That's it. And take advantage of the op. And so I'm gonna keep getting better. I'm gonna get the best version of myself, and I'm gonna keep working. What do you th- What do you think about this group of defensive ends here? I think we got a, a lot of like-minded people like myself, man. Um, a lot of, and it's like, you know, like what is, and that's that's another cool thing is like, when you got a room such full of talented guys, like how do you not elevate? Yeah. How do you not get better? It's like, no offense to like, you know, anybody who I was with in Cincinnati, you know, those are my OGs, but there was nobody like, you know, just like straight, like I came in kind of like when Michael Johnson and Carlos was kind of like very different style pass rushers. They were six, seven, a lot of bad at balls that are like there's never been no like get off type rushers that I've been in a room with or different styles like with JFM and and and, and Bryce and um, Jermaine and now we got Will who's bending and I'm not saying I'm a copy everything that they do but like I get to see it I get to see the body mechanics I get to be pushed by that you know what I'm saying so I'm like there's only way to one thing that can happen you you elevate right that's it because you've got a room full of dogs so so word association let's play a little bit yeah. of that. JFM. You're very unique and limber and strong for his size. His foot quickness is ridiculous for how big he is. And he's he does things effortlessly. And he, he um, is very powerful, you know. Jermaine Johnson. Very long, very technical. He's stronger than what he looks like. Um, very, very fast. Um, yeah, I, I like Jermaine. He's, very, he's like a, a very, like, Technical, technical rusher. He can do a lot of good things, and he uses length. He's kind of similar to like um, I see a lighter version of of Cam Jordan. Hmm. Yeah, a very, very a lighter version of Cam. I saw him today coming over to you while you were getting mm-hmm. in your stance and working mm-hmm. on a couple of things, and he was getting in your ear. How about Bryce Huff? Explosive speed and power. Um, bend, bend, um, violence. Um, <laughs> just like almost like so, like a bomb went off. He's uh he's I wanted to say like he's like a little bit. He's kind of similar to like Mathis, but like not as not as bendy as Mathis, but like as far as like twitched up, he's kind of like Everson. So he's like he's very unique in like what I've seen on tape. Like, but just like don't just I'm just I'm taking off. Like, <laughs> hey, I don't hear nothing else. I'm like I'm get like I'm that's it. Like so. Um, that's kind of like what I see for Bryce. How know? about Michael Clements? A force. Um, very, very violent. You know, th- you know, the word violence is coming. That's, a, I think that's what they drafted here. Like violence. Yeah. Like, that, like, uh, he can, he, and he, he did a lot in camp 
he can play inside really, yes. really well. He he did a lot. He just, I mean, he just didn't get the op. But he was he was really, really well. He had a mean cross top in camp. He can get off. He can penetrate, um, and he can run as fast as the wind. I mean, his I don't know what his combine forty time is, which is different. But his strides and his length, he's very high cut. Um, effort, violent efforts, uh, violent and effort. He's got a mean cross chop. Yeah, I mean. There's not really somebody I, w- I would compare him to. Mike is Mike. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what I see for him. Yeah. Uh, Albrick has talked about that, yeah. using his versatility. And, yeah. He uh, would, he would, like, I remember in camp, I was watching him, and I was like, he could play inside. Like, he was, he, he, he was winning really, really fast, too. Um, so, yeah. How about the rookie, Will McDonald? Very, 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 very bendy. Um, just like, you know, just – touching the ground just from what I've seen on, in the drills. He's very, very relaxed, and I feel like – because I feel like he's he ha, he doesn't – he's not very – not very entitled to much, and he, he's going to let he, – even when he's stressed, he's not stressed. He's like, man, I got to get this right. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here freaking out. Like, man, I need to get – he's very, very chill. You know what I'm saying? He's very, very – and that's his – and I think I think his interview is smooth as fast. That's That's – accentuate what 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 he does well is smooth fast you know very very like he like he out here shaking like day day from friday like he's he's you see him jumping over cars and stuff yeah i saw that he's smooth man um so i mean that's kind of what he what he is that's even his personality just very 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 chill but he's not like a lack of urgency i don't want to say that but it's just letting life come to him and that's kind of how i see what his pass rushes is like I'm just going to touch the ground and just bend and come around the corner. You know, that's kind of like, you know, I'm, and I do it effortlessly. So that's kind of what I see for him. Um, and as far as comparing him to pass rushers, I feel like there's been guys that um, there was, I mean, he's not real, real well named known, but like we had a guy here a couple, like a year ago, his name was Tim, Tim Ward. Yeah. He's probably like, you know, a more, a stouter version and more, and a more football aware version of Tim. Okay. So, you know, so. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what, what I see. You are so insanely competitive, and you're talking about some a lot of these guys having like mindsets as you. What's it like if you see a guy, because you have, whether it's in your room now or not the defensive line room, but inside the locker room, or back in Cincinnati or back at Auburn, who does not have the same drive? How do you approach that? Uh, at first, I had the mindset of just leave that guy alone and stuff like that. But I think I was like, I hope I don't. My, I was talking to one of my coaches here, 
and he was telling me he was like you can't have that mindset towards people um and it was a valuable lesson because he was like you don't know what people are going on throughout their life you right. don't know what they have um because i was like man because this is when i was in that woe is me type deal it's like man i've been through so much da, 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 da. like if this guy doesn't care why should i care about him and i had to take a step back when i was talking to this coach and he was like yo you don't know what people have going on in their life mm. you don't know what's going on in their daily day today stuff and so to so when i see that i'm just like first figure out what's going on in that person's life and then try to get him on the right path or get him on the same wave and you know and, and then help that person maximize his talents because if we're all better you know the team is better and we all get the accolades and it's just better just to be a good overall human being just to help society grow so when i see that i want to first ask what's going on in your life you know to make your job first football not your main priority or not have that mindset and not take advantage of the op that you were given you know what i'm saying like what what, what what's going on that you know that's that's causing you not to be like that and then a lot of times if you get to actually sit there and talk to people and understand them um you will be able to help guide them to 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 take an appreciation for something that's very that they love to do and is uh and is very um is very flimsy because we could lose this game at any time so i kind i think that's kind of like my answer as opposed to being like man forget this dude it's like let me try to understand this person first because they're they're in this building for a reason there's there was at some point like either they love football or they want to provide for their family right so what's taking you away from that yeah you know so that's kind of um yeah that's kind of how i think about it uh robert de niro was in a movie called bronx tell he said that his character at one point in that movie said there's nothing worse than wasted talent yeah i kind of think that is the way your approach is to everything that you yeah. are going to maximize everything you got yeah 100 percent. yeah that's and that's what i'm saying i'm getting better at doing that because a lot of times you tell yourself that but then you really 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 life like um when life hits you hard that that's when you really know that you're not you know when you if you're thinking about quitting that's when you know you're not doing enough um so yeah i feel like that's that's kind of but do you do you ever quit i've gotten i've gotten close and all one time and like that was like a year i didn't quit but it was like the first time i was like obviously this wasn't meant for me and i was as i said i gave myself that two or three gap and that's that's all faith in god that's all that's the he was like he wouldn't let me quit that but that was the one time that i was like i'm not quit but like yo like I've done everything I could do. What's going on? Like maybe this just wasn't meant for me. I got over. Like I told you, I got them two or three days, and like, yeah. hey, let's let's get to the suffering. <laughs> like you know, but it is what it is. What can this defense be? You saw the strides you guys. I think, took. I think the sky's the limit. You just gotta keep uh, adding on to each and every single day. Each and every single day, just keep working, keep getting better. And we're already way ahead of where we we were last year. Every place, you know, there's there's stuff, but we just gotta be consistent. And we gotta like our coach was talking about today, just like the little things. Um, you know, those those we could be good all the way up until and then those small details, like we had something maybe in in two minute we didn't take care of. Right. And that's that's the difference. Those six inches, finding those six inches in our game, and that's when our defense can realize our potential when we get those turnovers that you know. Um, 
those those things those things how much do you appreciate what's going on in the back end you saw sauce gardner come in take the nfl by storm last year dj reed rightfully so getting a lot of credit for scary hours scary (laughs) hours scary (laughs) hours i mean when you got it on all on on all three levels and then you hey let's bring it hey let's let's throw a hall of fame quarterback in there (laughs) that's right (laughs) uh scary hours so i don't want to say you know put but besides this year, I'm putting expectations on myself. Um, I'm a, but I'm, I'm going to leave everything else. To this, you know, we just got to keep working. You know, we got the groundwork. We just got to keep working. Rodgers, mm-hmm. what has he been like just in the brief moments he've had on the field? And also, what's he like as a guy, as a teammate? Um, I mean, yeah, I've every time I've met him, he's just been like one of those like calm but confident. You know, I, when I played in my rookie year, I'm like – I'm like sacked him like four times. It's my breaking out party. We're up by 21 points in the fourth quarter, and I'm looking at him. He's like 58. He's got a little chin strap halfway off. Yep. I knocked it off my first play. Took his helmet off. I was like, I thought I was gonna flag, but he's like in the fourth quarter. He looks at me from across the field. He's like 58. Calm down. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Calm down. Like we're up, and I've been sacking you all game. I'm like, what are you talking about? Sure enough, 21 points in the fourth quarter comes back and beats us. That's that's a that's a dude, man. That's a that's a dude. Like, you not there's no pressure on you in the fourth quarter after you got sacked this many times and you come back twenty one points. Uh, <laughs> Did you remind him of that? Uh, the, I don't know what I need to tell him for. He's probably he he does it like no, I know, know he does it all the time. But just to, do uh, I remind? Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't sit there and remind him. He reminds me to calm down in Green Bay. He's like. Calm down. He's like, 58, calm down. So the last three times I've seen him, I was like, 58, calm down. When I saw him the other day, he's like, hey, 58, calm down. I'm like, oh, so he does. He remembers yeah, that This has been four different times. I'm just like, <sighs> he's about to out here uh, sling the ball around like he's passing out uh, poker cards <laughs> like, uh, or whatever. <laughs> so all right, I just know what it is. Every time I see him, I'm just like, oh, here we go. Man, I love what you just said downstairs. You said they approached you about a contract renegotiation and you said I feel like hey I can take less now and I'm gonna make more down the line you- yeah I, it's not even about like it's not even really about like money like that it's like I, I plan on playing a really really long time and if people give me ops which I think I'll you know I'll cause I'm gonna get better and better and better and better and better and better and better I'm gonna get those ops to play so I mean it's not really a you know um yeah, of course I'm a I'm a prideful person, but I mean like I'm more sensible than anything. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it, it wasn't really it's not it wasn't really a, a phase to me. It was more so like um, it didn't phase me much. I just wish it was like so I could focus on my training. That it was just done a little bit earlier. That's it. That's the only that's the only thing. That's it. Like literally. And then I'm I plan on playing a long time. It's like like I have a lot of money. Like and I'm I don't I haven't even really spent it. Yeah. The thing I'm spending on is just making sure my family's straight, you know. So it wasn't really a as big a hysteria as it was. I'm like, I'm getting calls from my grandpa like early in the off season, like, "Yo, you're talking about this." I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I mean, I guess grandpa. Like, what do you want me to? What do you want me to say? It's not that, but I, but I guess in the social media world, it's like a big thing. So I gotta get. I guess I gotta be more, more aware. Of like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's some mass hysteria. I'm just like, just come talk to me. Like, yo, get this done. We need a quarterback. Especially Rodgers, I'm like, you know, 
But I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I, I love. I rather just be in the the football, the true purely football side of things, not like money and contracts and all that other stuff. Like, what did it mean to you when Robert said he was asked at the league meetings in Arizona this year? Hey, what do you see? What do you envision Carl's future being with the roster? Because at that time, a lot of people were talking about, well, hey, maybe he's a cap casualty. And Robert said clear as day that as long as Carl can walk, pass rushers don't grow on trees. He is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what it is what it is. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't – I didn't really understand, like – why it needs to get the hysteria and like i guess it's just for people to talk about uh, just to get to that point and if it's you know and if they you know they <laughs> i don't want to say this like i want to be here if they if they never wanted me here like i would there would never be like a major gripe because i mean like just be transparent and then you know like like i said they gave me an opportunity of a lifetime i got the op like to provide for my family and to play that's all i've ever wanted you know what i'm saying and to be a starter in like in a, a big market so like I would never even be mad. It's just like, you know, I didn't do well enough at that time and just I get another op to play and just prove myself. That's why I said the beauty of this league, the, the narrative about you can change in a heartbeat. Yes. So, yeah, so that's kind of where I was coming from on that. It was just like, you know, I, I have an op. That's it. Have you allowed yourself to think about what it would be like? You talked about playing in this market to potentially play in the postseason. Oh, For- we're going to play in the postseason. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's gonna be big. Like it's like we like we all in. Like there ain't no there ain't no ain't no option. Like this this is it. Like it's kind of like do or die. Like you know like I'm and I'm gonna speak for everybody on this because that's what when you make big moves like this, that's what it is. Like it is like we're gonna be in the postseason. Like I'm speaking it. Like it ain't no because that's because ain't no oh well you know that's I mean, an expectation. That is the expectation. Do do, do you what? How do you feel? That's that's why you make moves like this, right? Right. It is what it is. So it's just like, saddle up. We're on a boat together. <laughs> like, hey, hey, if it, if it crashes, we're going to crash together. We're going to succeed. So, Well, and we know one thing about you. You you, yeah, you like, are going to strive to get there or you're going to die trying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, it's like, like I'm saying, like, it ain't no, there's no other options. Like, he's like, I don't think he went and did his, what is it, what is his, I was hearing about it, the, I don't think Rogers went and did his his trip to be like, uh, oh the like, darkness retreat. The darkness retreat. I don't think he's in the darkness. Like man, let's not go to the post the postseason. I'm pretty sure he was like, we gotta do what we gotta do. We trying to get the Super Bowl. So I mean like, hey, all right, Captain, we're in the boat with you. Let's go. Uh, let's end here. Uh, we talked about this in the past. Yeah. How much can the home crowd help you? You got nine home games this year. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of prime time games. Mm-hmm. As far as where you coming off that edge and disruption is concerned, mm-hmm. how much do you feed off of that in playing here? Please get loud. Uh, you, it, it, it is such a big advantage when you have the, the crowd noise. And, and you know, also, like, if you get booze in the crowd, that's, that goes against, you know, um, the team as well. So, like, the fans, you're, you guys are so important. If I could put a message out there, like, you know, the stadium and being able to use that to our advantage is, is extremely important. Carl, it's always fun catching up. Oh, thank you. Uh, you have done incredible things throughout your career, and if anybody's betting against you now, I mean, God bless them. It is what it is. I mean, it helps you get better. So, you know. Yeah. Thanks, man. It was Appreciate, fun. It. Appreciate it.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 